choose you. Be cool, baby. Okay. Hey, bitch, come here. Got your motherfucking man. Come here. Mr. Pretty Tony. I mean, you know the rules of the game. I mean, your bitch just chose me. Now, we can settle this like you got some class so we can get into some gangster shit. Fuck being on some chill shit. We go zero to 100, nigga, real quick. So, I've, I've been seeing a lot of things talking of the people making commentary. Um, interestingly enough, the ones I've noticed that have been making the commentary are wealthy black people making the commentary about we should not be um, rioting, we should not be looting, we should not be tearing up our own communities. And then there's been an argument of the other side of we should be hitting them in the pocket. We should be focusing on the blackout days where we don't spend money. Um, but, you know, I feel like we should do both. And I feel like I support both. And I'll tell you why I support both. I support both because there, when you have a civil unrest like this, there are three types of people in the streets. There are the protesters, there are the rioters, and there are the looters. The protesters are there because they actually care about what is happening in the community. They want to raise their voices and they are there strictly to protest. You have the rioters who are angry, who are anarchists, who really just want to fuck shit up. And that's what they're going to do regardless. And then you have the looters. And the looters almost exclusively are just there to do that, to loot. Now, people are like, well, what did you gain? Well, what did you get from looting? I think that as long as we're focusing on the what, we're not focusing on the why. And that's my issue with that. As long as we're focusing on what they're doing, we're not focusing on why they're doing. And some people are like, well, those aren't people who are legitimately angry about what's happening. Those are people who just want to get stuff. Okay, well then, let's go with that. Let's say that's what it is. Let's ask ourselves why in this country in 2020, the financial gap between poor blacks and the rest of the world is at such a distance that people feel like their only hope and only opportunity to get some of the things that we flaunt and flash in front of them all the time is to walk through a broken glass window and get it. That they are so hopeless that getting that necklace, getting that TV, getting that change, getting that bed, getting that phone, whatever it is that they're going to get, is that in that moment when the riots happen and if they present an opportunity of looting, that's their only opportunity to get it. We need to be questioning that why. Why are people that poor why are people that broke why are people that that food insecure that clothing insecure that they feel like they're only shot that they are shooting their shot by walking through a broken glass window to get what they need and then people want to talk about well there's plenty of people who pull themselves up by their bootstraps and got it on their own why can't they do that? Let me explain to you something about economics in America. And I'm so glad that as a child, I got an opportunity to spend time at PUSH where they taught me this, is that we must never forget that economics was the reason that black people were brought to this country. We came to do the agricultural work in the South and the textile work in the North. Do you understand that? That's what we came to do. We came to do the agricultural work in the South and the textile work in the North. Now, if I right now, if I right now 
decided that I wanted to play Monopoly with you. And for 400 rounds of playing Monopoly, I didn't allow you to have any money. I didn't allow you to have anything on the board. I didn't allow for you to have anything. And then we played another 50 rounds of Monopoly, and everything that you gained and you earned while you were playing that round of Monopoly was taken from you. That was Tulsa. That was Rosewood. There are Those are places where we built black economic wealth, where we were self-sufficient, where we owned our stores, where we owned our property and they burned them to the ground so that's 450 years so for 400 rounds of monopoly you don't get to play at all not only do you not get to play you have to play on the behalf of the person that you're playing against you have to play and make money and earn wealth for them and then you have to turn it over to them so then for 50 years, you finally get a little bit and you're allowed to play. And every time that they don't like the way that you're playing or that you're catching up or that you're doing something to be self-sufficient, they burn your game. They burn your cards. They burn your monopoly money. And then finally at the release and the onset of that, they allow you to play and they say, okay, now you catch up. Now at this point, the only way you're going to catch up in the game is if the person shares the wealth, correct? But what if every time you share the wealth, then there's psychological warfare against you to say, oh, you're an equal opportunity higher. So if I played 400 rounds of Monopoly with you and I had to play and give you every dime that I made, and then for 50 years, every time that I played, I, if you didn't like what I did, you got to burn it like they did in Tulsa and like they did in Rosewood. How can you win? How can you win? You can't win. The game is fixed. So when they say, why do you burn down the community? Why do you burn down your own neighborhood? It's not ours. We don't own anything. We don't own anything. There is, Trevor Noah said it so beautifully last night. There's a social contract that we all have. That if you steal or if I steal, then the person who is the authority comes in and they fix the situation. But the person who fixes the situation is killing us. So the social contract is broken. And if the social contract is broken, why the fuck do I give a shit about burning the fucking football hall of fame, about burning a fucking target? You broke the contract when you killed us in the streets and didn't give a fuck. You broke the contract when for 400 years we played your game and built your wealth. You broke the contract when we built our wealth again on our own by our bootstraps in Tulsa and you dropped bombs on us. When we built it in Rosewood and you came in and you slaughtered us. You broke the contract, so fuck your target. Fuck your Hall of Fame. As far as I'm concerned, they could burn this bitch to the ground. And it still wouldn't be enough. And they are lucky that what black people are looking for is equality and not revenge. Yo. Yo, 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 what up? It's Kells. I'm back at KMGG on Twitter. This is Thanks for Asking Kells Podcast, episode 247. Hey, y'all, another week of hell. Hope y'all uh, are doing okay. Um, well, I mean, it's only Wednesday, so I guess we still got two more days to go. But my birthday and vacation is a pro. I mean, I'm not, you know, clearly we ain't going nowhere, but I mean, I took some days off for my birthday like I always do. I had hoped to be traveling somewhere, but, you know, I don't know. I'll just have to figure something else out. Um, and I also took off June 19th because, fuck it, we found out that um, 
we can't carry our days over anyway, and so, you know, even with Christmas and everything blocked out, I still got days, so, you know, ain't no point in holding on to them. The other thing I said I was going to do, I feel like, I always take a vacation in July, because that's my birthday, but I feel like everybody also takes one in August, and I was like, man, maybe I should, like, do what other people do and take one in August, too, so, I don't know, we'll see what happens, maybe, um, I don't know, I, like maybe I'll take a little short trip, like, I don't know, I'm not really, I know the airlines and everything are opening back up, but that, just because you can do something, don't mean you should, and I don't know about being on no plane with, with all these people, although I have a bunch of questions about this, this corona, because every day we hear new shit about, you know, oh, it's actually not what we told y'all before, and, you know, now, they're saying, excuse me, they're saying that asymptomatic people can't really pass it like they say, which I already kind of thought, I mean, y'all remember when this first happened, I was telling y'all, it's like, some of this shit with the quarantine, it don't really make sense, like, what they're saying is not really making sense with what I, people see, like, I'm not a, what is it, epipediologist, whatever, that big word, people that study disease and shit, I was like, but something ain't adding up, because, you know, I, I, we all been out here, but uh, most of us don't have it, or if we do have it, we asymptomatic, so, I'm not understanding how, y'all like, oh, but if you go out and you pass somebody and they get it, I don't know, it gotta be something more to it, cause now they saying, actually, that's not really, so basically what they're saying now is, you pass it, the people who are passing it are the people who are coming down with it, look, I don't know, I don't, you know, I don't study all that stuff, but I know we keep getting conflicting information, first it was masks don't help, now it is, now it's masks help, now I just read today, they were like, look, if you asymptomatic and you got a mask and the other person is asymptomatic and they got a mask, I mean, y'all ain't in no danger and shit, right, so, and I don't know, I haven't been tested for the, um, what they call it, antibodies, but I just feel like, I mean, you know, I feel like I probably have it, or had a, ch- I feel, in other words, I feel like I had a good enough chance to get it, you know, like, if, if I was going to, but I don't know, I'm still, you know, not gonna chance it, but I, I wash my hands and all that stuff pretty regularly, but anyway, alright, um, so, let's get going, um, I don't really have, well, I do kinda have a yours and never two, but, um, I'll mention it, but I, I really wanted to talk about it a little more, just just not give it a shout out, but I, it's going out to Kamala, Kamala Harris, um, and I'll tell you why in a body, but it's going out to Kamala Harris, um, the yours and negritude. Okay, so, let's go, um, so the process are continuing, um, like I said, I don't, I don't think they're going, I think that, uh, the president and, and the powers that be think that they're going to stop, but I don't think they are, I think they're going to get, uh, they're going to continue through to November, because people are just that tired and that fed up, um, yeah, so, um, anything major, I don't think, you know, the, 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 um, anarchists and the looters, I, see, here's my philosophy here in New York, I feel like, you know, the plan was, because look, a lot of those looters were undercover cops, I think it's obvious, people caught them doing it, people on camera, and they just look goofy, like y'all look like, like undercover cops always look like undercover cops, right so people peep that and start filming them the anarchists, they always come they come to, uh, what was it what was the Wall Street thing they did that shit, everything they show up to and they just want to, you know, tear shit up so they started identifying them, and I really think the police thought, 
you know, work here and in other places in LA, we saw that they weren't going for in LA, they dragged them people in that council meeting for nine hours, and the next day that curfew shit was done, I really think that their plan was, oh, we're gonna send our undercovers out, and we're gonna incite violence, and then we're gonna use that as a reason to bash these people, and then they'll go and the process will be over, and, I, and like I was saying, that's not gonna work, like, yo, people you're not gonna be able to scare people off, people are not scared off, people are tired, um they're starting to get hip to the jig, they realizing that, like, hey, wait a minute, first of all, most of these people doing this property damage are white people, um, and even if it's not, like, you know, the clip I just played, even if they are looting, who the fuck cares, we don't give a fuck about these buildings and shit at this point, all of them fucking targets and all that shit, they'll be just fine, they got insurance, most of them be just send somebody out and clean up the next day, and you dumbass people posting on the, um, on, um, you know, different social media, uh, we came out here and helped build it, wipe down the bill, I can't, you motherfucking dumb motherfuckers, always trying to fucking virtue signal, oh, let's come down and clean up our own community, first of all, you're probably taking somebody out of a job, because that's some contractor, somebody's gonna get paid to clean that up, and like, just leave it the fuck alone, Target to be fucking fine, there's people out here dying, there's people out here with COVID and, and getting killed by police, and y'all just worried about these buildings, I don't know if y'all know how stupid you look, like, why are you worried about these fucking buildings for these large corporations that just got this huge tax cut, none of which you've seen, still took their money and still laid off half the country and gonna be just fine why are y'all so pressed for them, like what is the, what is the point nobody gives a fuck you look stupid ugh, so so this week if you're a black person in particular you have, and you know what, I'm just gonna say black people, because it's Black Lives Matter, police are killing black people, I'm sure they're killing other people too, but if y'all wanna stand up for yourselves, y'all can, but, you know, I've said many times before, you know, a lot of people try to, you know, stay silent and don't want to say nothing until they see black people moving, then all of a sudden they want to be a POC thing, and what about me, and what about me now? Look, the stakes are the stakes are high. The situation is dire. We mar- we we taking care of ourselves. If y'all want to fucking join us and, get, and and help out, cool. But we're not making room for nobody because ain't nobody making room for us. And nobody ever, you know, everybody want to be black, but don't nobody want to be black. Okay, it's Black Lives Matter. So if y'all want brown lives and all that to matter, I mean, first of all, we out here, you know what what you do to the least, you do to the many. So like as with everything else, when we fight and strive, whatever we get, everybody else is going to benefit for it. But you know, we off that because we we reach for years, decades, we reach out and we bend over backwards to try to have everybody be inclusive, but nobody don't want to include us, or they want to come in and they want to take over, or they want to hijack with their agenda, we're not doing that shit, black lives matter, y'all work y'all own shit out, so, um, so if you're a black person, all these corporate statements are coming out, and uh, every white person you know is hitting you, and it's just like, yo, white people, like I said, with, with the dog, um, clip in Central Park, you know what you're doing, and we know that you know what you're doing, okay, and we're tired of your shit, you, you didn't just now realize when that man knelt on George, um, uh, whatever his last name is, I'm sorry, I can't remember, Floyd, George Floyd's neck, that racism occurred, like, you didn't just, you didn't just wake up to this, we've been complaining about it, our parents complained about it, our grandparents complained about it, their grandparents complained about it, it's been the same complaint going back to the beginning of this country, so spare us with the, oh my god, dear in the head, we didn't know, oh, spare us with the, with the educate us, like, listen, you know what you're doing, this is your system, you set it up, educate yourself, we are tired of doing everything, we are tired of carrying the burden of everything, we have to fight the system that you set up, that's meant to oppress us, we have to 
fight that oppression, and then we also have to, while we're fighting that oppression, sit your ass down and educate you about the oppression that you are participating in. To educate you about the uh, racist, systemic racism that you put built up and instituted. So we gotta fight the fucking dragon, and we gotta dissect the dragon, and we gotta cut the dragon up, and we gotta serve you the dragon and little bite-sized pieces on your plate all at the same time, just so you can eat that shit and look back at us like, you know, we're crazy, you still don't know what we're talking about. So, um, these corporate statements are going out, and every, and I'm, t- everybody's sending one, like, um, Instacart sent one, Instacart, look, I don't, I don't need to know how y'all feel so bad about what's happening to black people, I really don't, I just need y'all to have more windows open for delivery, I really don't care about your statement, I'm tired of all these emails, um, I will say my job has not been annoying, I will say, um, I think mainly because it's, well, I don't know if mainly, I think part of it is because it's a UK company, um, part of it is because, um, the, the division that I work in, we're pretty, um, what do you call it, we're not essential employees, but we are pretty, um, key, right, and so we're, we're pretty busy, and pretty, um, um, they don't bother us too much, is what I'm saying, and if we say we don't want to be bothered, it's respected, right, and so and I feel like in our group at least I mean, we're global, uh, you know what we do, we do globally, but I feel like here in the US, um, most of us, we just like kind of cool on all that shit, right, I like, I don't want to you know, we don't want to have no talks and no chats and that, so they'll send emails, which is cool, because you can always ignore an email, right, but we're not doing too, we're not doing the whole thousand Zoom calls, we did it at first, uh, when I was complaining about the forced camaraderie but I think the word got around, I think enough people, um, complained, and word got around, back up to, you know, management, like, hey, you know, if you're really caring about people's well-being, and really, you know, people are kind of cool with y'all, you know, not doing all this extra shit, I feel like the word got out, because the extra shit stopped, um, and thank God, so now we only have, like, you know, once, like, they just send us an email for some other shit, but, it's been like a good, uh, that last one we had was in like, I think April, so it's been that long since we had to do this again, so I think the word has gotten out that you know, extroverts, y'all gonna have to deal with it on your own, because everybody else is sick of y'all, um, but as a result of the corporate statements going out, something amazing happened, and this is what I really want to talk about, um, companies, especially media companies and companies in certain industries started, you know, on Twitter and other places, uh, mainly on Twitter, I guess they do it on Facebook too, I don't know I'm not on Facebook and I deleted my account um, posting these you know, statements, and people uh, black people uh, started responding like, I know you motherfucking lying, like, wait a minute, uh, so and so you know, me, um, uh, what was it, who's the first one that did it, I think it was uh, I can't remember the first one, but it was a few where they were posting these messages, and people were like, really? Because when I worked there, um, you had this racist-ass lady, and I complained a million times, and y'all never did anything about it, and gaslighted me, like, I didn't know what I was talking about, and people were like, oh yeah, by the way, I, you know, I worked there for X number of years, and you only paid me X number of dollars, but I found out the white lady doing uh, the left, the job under me made, like, damn near 50k more than me, what, like, people was just blasting them, like, are y'all fucking serious? Y'all coming through with this bullshit? When, you know, y'all have some of the most racist corporate cultures, and, 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 and it was a lot of people doing that, and I was like, yes, yes, 
yes, because stop with this symbolic bullshit, stop with these gestures, stop with this stupid shit that doesn't mean, that's what, that's, listen, this is what white people, this is what y'all do, this is why we're tired of talking to y'all, because we've been telling you for hundreds of years what the issue is, y'all gaslight us, act like you don't know what happened, and then you do these little, these little, these little symbolic gestures that don't really mean anything, doesn't require you to change, or adjust, or anything, oh, well, we're gonna appoint a head of diversity and inclusion, and you point some black lady, or you usually, every now and then it's a black man, but usually it's a black lady, and you still don't get diverse or inclusive, because that's the only black person that comes in, and you only show her, so that when somebody asks to see your executive, you know, um, executive uh, personnel, you can have a black person in there, and she's never the head of tech, she's never, she's always, black person is always the head of diversity and inclusion, because that's all she could be, can't be nothing else, and um, we're sick of your shit, and you know, we, we work in these companies, we see what happens, we see who you hire, you know, we're in there, we're encouraged to refer people, we refer people, somehow our people never get hired, you know, but, you know, you're always trying to be, it's, it's just lip service, they want to pay lip service, they don't want to do anything different, they don't want to be diverse or inclusive because it's not hard, all you have to do is start hiring black people, they just want to play lip service to it, okay, and we're tired of that, so take your corporate statements and stick them up your ass, unless you're Ben and Jerry's, because Ben and Jerry put out one that was real, um, I eat Ben and Jerry's ice cream, but I, I was not familiar at all with their company, apparently they've been with the shits, and they've been um, on the right side for a long time so shout out to Ben and Jerry's, but all these other companies, like, look, that's great that you're gonna put out a statement, but if you're not gonna do anything in your practice and in your business to change the situation, then we you could really keep your statement, okay if you, you know, Equinox and CrossFit and all these companies, you're putting out these statements, oh, we care about black, do you? Because, you know, uh, we're still underpaid, we still can't get hired, we still, you know, all this shit is still going on, yet here you go putting out statements like you so shocked, so it really doesn't, it doesn't really look like you give a fuck, it looks like you just don't want, you know, people to be like, hey, well, why didn't you put out a statement, same shit I said about the celebrities last week, like, it's like you just sent talking to talk, and we passed that, um, which brings me to the second point, um, so recently here, last couple days, they've been, um, you know, there's been talk about the Confederate monuments and, the, sorry, monuments to the Confederacy and the Confederate flag. Um, it's actually, I hate calling it the Confederate flag because it's not. It's the Dixie flag. That flag was not a flag. Um, the, the Confederacy didn't, it had a flag, but it didn't, it wasn't the, the, that cross and bars. That came up um, back in the 50s and 60s when um, the Civil Rights Movement was coming up. The, the actual Confederate Army, there, you know, they had each uh, Army, Army of North Virginia, or wherever it was, Western Kentucky, I don't know, whatever, they all had their own flags, and the Confederacy had a flag that looked similar to the original 13 colonies, it's gray. Anyway, point is, it's really the Dixie flag, it's not a Confederate flag, but anyways, there was a conversation about it, they took it down South Carolina, whole shebang, fine. Um, and so you know, should we take, should we have these Confederate monuments? Of course we should not. Um, the Civil War ended on April 9th, 1865 with the surrender of Robert E. Lee at Appomattox, right? South lost. They were defeated, they were crushed, the Union went on, okay? That war was over in 1865, alright? Um, I don't, I don't, all throughout the South, though, let me start, let me start over. If you have gone to school in the past, 
you know, I can, I can speak to my education, but from what I can tell, my education was way better than what they're getting now, but let's just say if you've gone to school at any time since, I don't know, let's say modern times, say, let's say the beginning of the 20th century, right, you learned about the Civil War, I know I learned about the Civil War in school, I don't exactly know what grade, I mean, you learn about it over time, but I think, like, for the first time, I don't exactly know what grade, and I remember being taught as, you know, now I'm from Philadelphia, I went to school in Philadelphia, I'm in Northern State, I'm in Pennsylvania, you know, so our history, we get taught, you know, certain, I don't know how they teach history other places, but I know in certain cities, Boston being one, probably New York, I don't know, but I know Boston and Philadelphia in particular, because our cities are so tied to history, we get caught, we get taught history differently, right, we get taught it thoroughly, like, you know, when you learn about the Constitution Hall and all of that stuff, you go, you can actually go on school trips downtown and go to Constitution, so we get, you know, there's certain pieces of history that we get taught well, right, Revolutionary War is one, the Civil War is another, because if the Battle of Gettysburg, which was considered the um, turning point in the war, because when the Civil War started, the South was kind of kicking ass for like a good year, year and a half, like Lincoln was getting his ass beat, and then to the point where, you know, Lee came, had had um, advanced so far north that he got to Gettysburg, Pennsylvania, and um, the point of going to Gettysburg was you had to, win, you know, in order for this the South to go ahead on and, and win, they needed to have a major victory in the North, and so that was considered to be Gettysburg. Well, Gettysburg is in Pennsylvania. It's not very far from, from Philadelphia at all. It's it's about, um, depending on the route you take, 45 minutes to an hour's drive west of Philadelphia. As a matter of fact, when you if you come if you are on um, Roosevelt Boulevard in uh, in Philadelphia, it's like one of the major uh, the major thoroughfare, um, when you get to, there's a main little, I don't know, there's a big intersection there to where you can continue to go north on Roosevelt Boulevard, where I'm from, and that takes you up to, like, the Mount Area, northern suburbs, or right there at the main line, you can choose to go west, and that takes you out to, like, Lower Marion, Upper Marion, the western suburbs, right, there's a little interchange there, right by, um, not too far from the art museum, right, and when you go through that intersection, one of the signs, you know, the traffic signs tell you which way to go, well, the one that goes west says Gettysburg, and, and, you know, I've had friends from out of town, we drive by there, and they'd be like, Gettysburg? And I'm like, yeah, Gettysburg, like, the actual battle is Pennsylvania, so, um, so, we, you know, we were taught history a little different, but you're always taught, I mean, of course, we were taught, look, slavery, you know, was what started the Civil War, and, you know, we talked about all the battles, you know, major battles, and, you know, what happened, and basically, long story short, the reason why the South was kind of winning for a little bit is because the North was, you know, fighting, fighting on the South's terms, like, fighting, fighting, you know, and the fight, and the, um, the South, the, the Confederates were fighting, like, guerrilla-type warfare, right, and then the North got smart and figured out, wait a minute, what are we doing, like, why are we fighting this guerrilla shit, we got all the technology, we have the railroads, we have the mills up North, and we have the, all the, they don't have anything, all they got down there is slaves and, and farmland, and last we checked, you can't manufacture, you know, bullets and rifles and, and at, at, at the, at the clip that they need with slaves and farmland, right, that's all they had, it was a total agrarian 
um, society, whereas up north we had the railroads, we had the, the, the mills, we had, you know, what, what at that time was technology, right? All the factories, all everything, anything that was made at that time was in the north. All, the entire southern economy was, was, was cotton, tobacco, whatever, agriculture, and slaves, right? Maybe they made some Coca-Cola or something like that, I don't know, but, um, and so they started using that, and they started, you know, and, and the tide turned, this tide, tide started turning because, you know, they started bombing their road, cutting off their supply lines, like, hey, you know, uh, they gotta get food from A to B, you know, cutting off the supply lines, blowing up their bridges, doing, you know, using technology, right, like, for that time, and, you know, that's when the tide turned, and then we know, as it drew on and on and on, and then Lincoln finally, you know, let the, let the, um, you know, the slaves fight, and that helped a whole lot, right, and that's what ended up crushing the South, and that's how we learn it, you know, but in, in, in the rest of the country, in the South particular, they learn it a different way, you know, it was a lost call, but even the way we teach it, you know, they still tell us, oh, you know, Robert E. Lee, greatest general ever, the Army of North Virginia, and it's like, how he the greatest general ever if he lost? That, you know, I just never understood that, I've never been like, oh, he was a great military tactician, I'm like, was he? Because he lost, I don't understand, like, I never got it, and it, the whole point of it is that it's always told from the white person's point of view, as if it wasn't about a war, about people who decided to wage war against their country for their right to own human beings like cattle. It's always told as if it was a difference of opinion, or oh, it's about states' rights, or and they always say, oh, the noble cause, the lost cause, and it's like, what's noble about it? It was an evil cause. What, what was noble about fighting to want to hold slaves? Like, slavery you stole people, you bought them here, and you forced them to work with you, what is noble about, that's what y'all were fighting about, and they always, oh, states' rights, okay, states' rights to do what, it wasn't states' rights to, you know, wave the flag on every third day, it wasn't states' rights to play Uno, it was the states' right to make it legal for you to own human beings, so cut the shit, right, the Civil War is taught very differently in the South, it's a lost cause, the War of Northern Aggression, because, you know, that's what it was, oh, they're, the same, they say today, they're coming down here trying to tell us how to live, trying to infringe on our rights, yeah, because you don't have rights to own people, period, right, and so, because of that, and because of that mythical way that the Civil War is taught, and, and thought of, it's not seen as odd, or as at all retarded, to have Confederate war monument, and I never I'm like, what other country, do? when you go over to Germany, do you see Nazi statues and shit, no, cause that shit is fucking first of all, that shit is fucking illegal as fuck because Germany does not play that shit, when Germany lost that war they blew up, whatever the, the US had left standing, the, the allied forces had left standing, them motherfuckers got rid of it, and that shit is highly illegal they make all kind of Nazi propaganda you can't have a flag, you can't do none of this shit, it's illegal, they like, we not playing with that shit no more, that shit all, we got crushed two times in, by the whole fucking world, everybody was there whooping our ass we not doing that shit no more, we not fucking playing around with that shit Germany has very, very strict laws, right, because, and, and, and they had reconciliation, and they settled it, right, and, and they got, and that is how, because, I mean, shit, Germany, Germany really should be like, they should have got canceled after the shit they did, but the reason they didn't is because they dealt with it, they were like, hey, 
we did this, we did these atrocities against these people, we committed these war crimes, we did a genocide that will go down in history, that will never be forgotten, and we have to make sure that shit never happens again, and so we have to like, dig down, and we have to, we don't want to hear no bullshit, we ain't want to hear no debates, this shit is going to be fucking illegal, you can talk about anything else you want to talk about, except this shit, we ain't playing around, the United States never did that, the United States let them traitors, and that's what they were, they fired on Fort Sumter, they fired on a U.S. uh, naval um, um, station, to declare war against their own country, they were traitors, and they all should have been hung as traitors, and all their land should have been confiscated, and it should have been broken up amongst the free, newly free slaves, and whoever else wanted a stake, and that should have been that, and they should have all been killed, and whoever ain't like it, I don't know, drive them into the sea, whatever, whatever you, whatever gets done, I don't know, when, when there's such a, a, a full defeat like that, I mean, you know, that's what they did, they dropped the bomb on Japanese, listen, the consequences are dire for starting a war and losing, that's just all through history, so whatever had to happen, I don't care, um, and they didn't, and they treated, treat, treated it like it was a difference of opinion, oh, it was a noble cause, oh, and so now that's why you have confederate minds, because the truth is not told, people don't know the real history, first of all, most, here's the real history, most of those confederate monuments didn't go up after the civil war, because in, after the civil war, we were in an era called reconstruction, where we attempted to do what, um, Germany had done, where we attempted to, you know, dig, dig out that fucking rot of slavery and Jim Crow, and, and really reintegrate, um, you know, the, the newly freed slaves, and you know, gave gave out, you know, the 40 acres in the land was 40 acres in the mule was the idea, we never got it, but that's where the, that's where the, the concept comes from, um, that they were gonna, you know, this is how they were gonna pay us back, but, you know, Lincoln, who a lot of people say is the greatest president ever, I mean, I guess, but he basically abandoned us, because Lincoln, if you don't know by now, he, you know, he gets he gets, I mean, he, you know, he gets called the great emancipator, and he was, because he did actually emancipate the slaves, but he didn't do it out of any moral, um, call, he's famous for saying, if he just wanted to save the Union, if he thought he could save the Union without freeing the slaves, he would have, his, he freed the slaves as a total tactical move, because he was like, okay, they, like I said earlier, they really don't have anything, all they really have is slaves, and, and if we take that from them, then they really have nothing, and, um, and so he basically turned his back on us, and he, you know, he just, they didn't want a war no more, and honestly, they didn't feel like, you know, look, we freed y'all, y'all not really, 400,000 white people, let them tell it, lives were lost, and we're not willing to shed any more for y'all, so you know what, we're gonna let them go back to, they can't own you as property, but if they want to lynch you, hang you, burn you, treat you like you still property, even though if you're not under the law, we're not gonna bother them, and basically Reconstruction collapsed because the Klan started rioting, and, you know, they instituted um, the Black Codes, which is what we now know as Jim Crow, where basically, you know, all the laws that put, the same laws they had in slavery, except that you're not actually a slave, you know, segregation, all that shit that, you know, our grandmammies and, and parents and everything had to fucking march against, all the way up to 1965, okay? Um, and so that's the history that doesn't get told, and so that's why these white people nowadays think that it's, you know, well, what's the big deal, it's our heritage, yeah, but what is your heritage, and, and what kind, like, what is the, like, why do y'all, this is a loser cause, you lost, these guys lost, what country do you go to where they put up statues of losers, nowhere, nobody does that, like, they just don't, um, and so, 
what they're doing now with the look, I get it. You want to tear these stat, you want to snatch the statues down because what all of that I just said, and why are we honoring these traitors and they lost? And I get it, but like everything, we got to stop. We have to be strategic. All the snatching down statues. That's an more I get it. I understand why you're doing it. I'm not saying it should not be done. But, like, we are not strategic, and we run off of emotion. And that's why we get here. And that's how we get here. That's how you get out dancing with cops and all kind of stupid shit. Because it's all about symbol. And it's all about emotional shit that makes you feel good, but it doesn't mean any fucking thing, okay? Like I said, in Germany, you can't, it's not, it's not a debate. You cannot have swastikas. You cannot have that shit, because they made it illegal. So, while you're tearing down statues, that's fine. While you're t- Snatching Gone with the Wind off TV another, I don't even know what's the point of that that movie was made in 1939, it's supposed to be racist, the whole point of it I mean you watch it you watch, Gone with the Wind is a movie you watch in school or whatever and they make you write reports on for, look, look at this shit and look how racist it is for several ways, so I don't know what the point is of snatching that shit off, okay but, um, I would watch you want to tear the statues down, fine. But what what always happens is you motherfuckers will tear the statues down, you'll cut the head off the statue or whatever, oh, and you'll dance around your comparative victory, but nothing has changed. Just like in South Carolina when they took their flag down, nothing has changed. What I would like to see is I would like to see um, the Klan and a lot of other these hate organizations declared terror organizations treated as such. I would like the, the Ku Klux Klan to be made illegal. Um any kind of, like, symbols of hate or uh, resurrection against the United States, which is what the Confederacy was, declared illegal, and then that's when you take those statutes down, because now it's permanent. Now you've made them illegal, and you've you've explained why, and you've taken away the debate, because I'm gonna tell y'all what's gonna happen with these statues, they're doing all kinds, now they, white people, this is what they always do, they do everything but what we want, all we ask y'all to stop killing us, all we ask is for equality, all we ask is for, like, you know, give us, stop keeping us out of your jobs, all we ask is for more diverse content, and it's, the, what do you give us, you don't do that, you say, oh, we're gonna snatch, we're gonna snatch going with the wind off, because it's, it's, uh, you know, for, it has, um, offensive content, now I've read that they're not taking it down, they're gonna put it up with some disclaimers, but, like, even that, it's like, are you really doing the work if all you're doing is watching Going With The Wind and then reading the disclaimers? Like, that's white people, this is what y'all do. Y'all are very lazy. Like, y'all will do that. Oh, well, I watched Going With The Wind, so I'm good now. You know, I read the disclaimers and everything. I understand that, why, you know, oh, did you know when Hattie McDaniel won the award, they didn't even let her into the... And like It's like basic shit that we all know. It's very frustrating when it's like basic shit that we all know. And you hear a white person in 2020 saying some shit that it only takes a little bit of just fucking caring to know. Like, yes, we do know that Hattie McDaniel, that is well-known fact. It is well-known trivia attached to that movie that Hattie McDaniel was the first black person to win the Oscar and they didn't let her. Yes. Why are you in 2020 just figuring that out? Why? Because you don't give a fuck and you don't really care about anything that black people are saying and you don't really try to understand and you don't want to do the work, and you do stupid shit, like, watch Going With The Wind, with the little subtitles, or The Help, which centers, and listen, I'm not dragging The Help, I actually like The Help, I'm sorry, I did, but I get the problem with The Help, is that it centers the white people, it is a story about white people, I get it, yes, would you watch that, you know, you'll quote your little Martin Luther King, but y'all always quote, y'all don't never quote the the hood Martin Luther King, y'all always quote this shit that serves your purpose, right? 
and so, what's gonna happen is, they're gonna tear these fucking statues down, and they're gonna keep tearing them down, and they're gonna keep tearing them down, and then, pe- and then people are gonna be like, yay, we got those down, but no laws have been changed, nothing else has been done, it's fully symbolic, just like walking in with some Kenton cloth and kneeling, and, and, you know, I'm gonna talk about that in a minute, but I'm saying, it's symbol, it makes you feel good, but like, in a year from now, when people are like, well, wait a minute, what, I, how come, you know, the clan, but we still have hate crimes, and people are like, what do you mean, we took the, the confederate statues down, it's all, it's all fixed now, like, you can't just snatch things down and not talk about it, that is what, that is what we have been doing, and that is why we keep doing this over and over and over, because you're not grappling with the history, you're not grappling with what that means, you are not saying, we are taking these down because they are symbol of hate, period, it always, it always pastes over, and it's always slapped on as a band-aid, and that's that, oh, well, you know, we took the scratches down, racism over, so that's what y'all always do, and that's, and so that's why, like, I, you know, I, I don't think those statues should be snatched down and thrown into a river, because that is history, and if you start snatching those, 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 uh, statues down, and don't make no mention of it, and just try to go on like it never happened, and ten years from now, they're gonna be telling you, what do you mean, confederacy, we never had, no, we never had no confederacy, what do you mean, that's what, civil war we never had no civil war, what do you mean I'm telling you, that's what's gonna happen history, the past colors the present, and the present colors the past, okay, you cannot just rip statues up, okay put them in a museum, that's where they belong they are part of American history, you can't just slap, uh white out over something, and pretend like it happened and move on, that's how we get where we are now, that's why we can't ever have nice things, because white people are never forced to confront the things they do the system that you have in place is not about some fucking statue it's about why that statue existed in the first place, why that war existed in the first place, why you feel it's okay to put this statue or why you let a whole portion of the country that was thoroughly defeated in war hang on to this, this myth of the, the lost cause and the southern cause and have all these fucking statues to these fucking traitors of the country, what I mean, shit, y'all ran aside of securing all the Black Panthers all because they was communists, right, they were just like anti-American, what's more anti-American than what the Confederates did, yet they got monuments all over the country, make it make sense, so, you know, why I understand the sentiment, and I understand the emotion, and I understand why it's done, I think it's a minor, I think it's a minor league victory, I don't, I think it's just symbolic, another thing, I've been saying all along, Nancy ripping up the papers, okay, you ripped up the papers, you had a moment, everybody thought, oh my god, girl, did you see her rip the speech up? I did, but he still gave the speech, and he's still president, so I mean, I really, I mean, are y'all, go, are y'all going in there and checking anything to figure out how to, you know, get this motherfucker out of there, y'all gonna be pressing any charges, okay, you ripped up a speech, big deal, um, voter suppression right now, yesterday, they, people just got finished voting in, in Georgia today because of voter suppression, like, I'm, t- like, listen, I need y'all to start being strategic, because we did not get here overnight, we did, did this, the, the other, the right wing, they strategic, they are fucking moving, they are putting their judges in at a rapid pace, they already got, the Supreme Court is already a kangaroo court, because the whole reason we have voter suppression is because John Roberts basically gutted the VRA, they, 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 they put pieces in place while we over here doing this cartoon shit. Um, so 
if you want to take down the monuments, fine. I really don't think that solves anything. I don't think throw them in the river is the answer either. I think they need to go into a museum. You want to put them in an African American History Museum? Put them there. Hey, we fought this war in 1865 over slavery. These people over here was the bad guys. These people over here was trying to hear this. Is this guy? That's where you put that shit if you want to have it there. You don't get rid of it because it is history. Like, imagine if somebody would go to Auschwitz and one of them Holocaust museums. Imagine if Germany would have just went there and knocked that shit over and been like, oh, well, you know, we got rid of it. We don't want to think about it. Please. They would never well they probably tried but Jewish people are like oh no 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 y'all not getting us with that shit no cause y'all will be telling us this shit they already got holocaust deniers now with all that shit all the proof and all the people that fought and said that, and they still got holocaust deniers so they like oh no you not knocking over nothing cause we see how y'all operate and y'all be telling us we made this shit up and nobody really died and all this shit so same thing they, they don't they, there is a place to have these confederate monuments and it's confederate history because it is a part of American history, it's just not in the town squares in the United States, it's in a museum somewhere if you want to put it in, in, in a, uh, you know, the hate crime section or the, wherever, I think, what's the Simon, Simon Weissenthal Museum it's the, um, it has an unofficial, I mean I know it's a holocaust museum but there's an unofficial name of it um, something about like the museum of hate or the museum, something, they have a name for it um the portion that focuses on the Holocaust, I can't recall it right now, call it that, you know, but we have to, re- if we, the reason why we keep doing this over again, because we don't reconcile, we don't reckon with our history, white people don't, they want to pretend it didn't happen, they want to talk fast over you, they want to Megan McCain you, they want to gaslight you, they want to, oh, we'll reverse racism with you, it's not a fucking thing, anything to, anything to but to not do what we asked them to do, which is stop being the fuck racist, and get off our fucking necks, and get out of our fucking way, and like that good sister at the beginning says so eloquently, all we want is equality, we don't, y'all, we don't want revenge, we don't have time for revenge, we don't care about, we, we, we don't care about revenge, we never wanted y'all to come get us, y'all come stole us, y'all bought us here, y'all forced us to work, all we have ever wanted since that time is for y'all to leave us the fuck alone, we don't have the energy for y'all's revenge, because we know that we don't really need revenge what Beyonce say, your best revenge is your paper, we know that if y'all just get the fuck out of our way, and move all these fucking systems, and and, and blocks, and fucking manufacture shit to keep us out, that we will flourish, because we always have and we always will, and look what we've done with the little bitch you gave us, we fucking gave the world damn near everything with y'all boot and our neck, so imagine what we could, so we don't get, we don't have time for revenge on y'all, it's a waste of our time it's a waste of our energy, we ain't got time for that, we just trying to do what the fuck we know we could do, unimpeded so we just want to quiet. We just want to. We just want a quiet. We want you to get the fuck out of our way. We want you to stop this bullshit. And 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 we want to do shit for ourselves. So that's it. Um, and we're not gonna stop until we get it. And if you keep fighting us, we'll keep fighting you. And people was like, oh, the white people will burn it down before they let them. Then you know what? It'll be burnt down. Get and and guess what? We'll pick it up out the ashes. We that's that's all we know in this country is picking shit up out the ashes anyway. That's all the fuck we know. It ain't nothing to us. I mean, look how y'all acting. Y'all can't even take being in the house for a couple months and flipping out, buying all the toilet paper, out calling people niggers and 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 just breaking the fuck down. <laughs> We've been doing this four hundred plus years, so it ain't nothing for us to pick shit up out the ashes. We ain't got nothing to lose anyway we'll pick this shit up out of ashes and build something brand new and something better and something shiny and something dope, so 
you know, we just need y'all to understand that. Like, we're not going anywhere. The, the voter suppression yesterday was horrible, and it's ridiculous, but I also was kind of, like, hopeful, because I was like, like I told y'all, same thing with Wisconsin, like, they, they're trying, they're trying to suppress votes, they're doing this little stuff, because they, you know, they, oh, well, they'll go home, or they'll give up, they, we're not gonna give up, people, they said they mailed, they, they mailed, well, they say they mailed the mail-in votes to people, the people say they didn't get the mail-in votes, so I guess they thought, oh, well, you know, they, they'll just quit, and they won't vote, and people went out and voted in person, and they waited for hours, and they waited, and they waited, and they waited, and they've been doing that everywhere, they've been doing that since 2018 midterms, it was the same thing, we complained, they complained about the same thing, the machines get here, they don't work, nobody got no answer, they trying all the bullshit, and the people waited, so, that's hopeful to me, and Angela Davis said the same thing, Angela Davis had a clip for her she said, man, she, this is different she said, she, these people all over the world marching for us, she was like, one like that in 1968 it was just us, she was like, this is different, I see the people out saying that, I'm emboldened and I feel and I feel hopeful, and Angela Davis has seen a lot of shit, Angela Davis has seen this shit come, and has seen this shit go, I told y'all last week, she was on, on trial for her life they tried to gaffle her they tried to gaffle all her friends, so if she's seeing this and being hopeful then I'm gonna be hopeful too, cause she done seen it all, and she's saying this. She's saying this is different. All the people who 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 saw this shit the first time with Nixon and all that, they all saying, "Yo, this shit is this is different. This ain't like it was last time," and I believe that too. Um, yeah. So, look, that's my piece on the Confederate monuments. I'm not saying don't tear them down. I'm not saying they don't. But if that's but. I, if that's all that gets done, and that we're gonna be a year from now, we go, even even if Joe Biden wins, because I'm gonna tell you what's also gonna happen when Joe Biden wins, you know, and I'm saying that because I think Joe Biden is gonna win. Then they, this is why it's really dangerous because then white people are gonna be like, oh, oh, balance is restored, balance is restored, white man back in office, Trump's out. Oh, well, you, you know, then when you're trying to get past law, well, why do we have to do that? I mean, we already took the statutes down. We don't need a hate crime law. I mean, I mean, it's over with. That's over with now. That's a dark. That's what's gonna happen. That's why you have to be strategic and not emotional. That's why you gotta push. No. I seen the petition going around today. I didn't actually sign it because I was confused about it because I am pretty sure that that says something about the State Department de- declaring the Klan a, a hate organization. I don't really see what the point of that is. As long as the FBI declares it a hate organization, which it does, um, that's really all that matters because that's the law enforcement arm. I don't... The, the State Department... I, I hate to break it to y'all, but the State Department is like... Um, not really shit, like, it's, it's like the, I don't know, it's like the, the concierge for the United States, like, that shit sounds fancy, but that don't really carry no weight, like, the State Department is like a, is like a, a um, what's the word, not concierge, what's the word I'm trying to, leave, it's not coming to me, not a concierge, a, um, a, a attache, or like a, or like a, um, a greeter, not even a greeter, like, like, when you, you know, like, when you come into a restaurant, right, the person that's like, the manager, right? That's what it's like. The manager for like diplomatic for for our relations with other countries. That's what the State Department is. So it's no big deal. Okay, so the State Department plans, declares the Klan a hate group. That only means something internationally, and it doesn't. What does it mean? Because the Klan is not. It, the Klan is is probably the only white supremacist group, that is not international, it is an American organization, they don't, they have, you know, skinheads, and neo-Nazis, and all that other shit, and proud boys, I'm sure, everywhere else, but the Klan is American, like, uh, there's no Klan in the UK, so the whole point of, that's silly to me, so I was like, eh, 
but I'm and I'm pretty sure it's it's already a hate group declared by the, by FBI, and that's what counts. But like we have to push for these laws, these hate laws, and all of it. We have to put we this shit that's going down right now is because there's really nothing in place besides like good intentions and goodwill keeping that kept this stuff from happening. People following the rules, they're not following the rules now, so we have to make sure. And that brings me to my next point, and my yours and negative two, which is Kamala Harris. Look, y'all know on here I was for Kamala Harris for president. I still think she could have been president. I understand why now is not the time, I totally get it, but, um, she's making, um, I, I think that Joe Biden is gonna choose her for VP, she's doing VP things, if you pay attention, she's, um, elevating her profile greatly, she has, um, she's poised, with all this shit going on with, with the cops, she's poised to come in to, to, um, reform and pass laws with, now a lot of, some, listen, these Bernie folks, they not letting it go, they just keep with this bullshit, oh, they should not, they shouldn't promote Kamala Harris with VP, because right now promoting a cop would be the dumbest thing, no, y'all are the dumbest things, because right now, the time when the police are out of control, and people are talking about defund the police, or reform the police, or try, well, how are we gonna get the police under control, having somebody who's actually reformed the largest state, most populous, most money-making state in the country, that being California, somebody who's actually reformed the criminal justice system, that's who you need, not somebody with a bunch of slogans and bullshit, I told y'all, them other people, they don't have no receipts, okay, they got big plans and all of that shit, that's great, they don't, that, you need somebody who's already done it, who knows what works, who knows what doesn't work, who doesn't get swept up in the popular bullshit, now all these shit y'all talk about on, on Twitter, that's how come Joe Biden is nominee now, because he ignored all that popular shit, he understands who the party is, and he understands the party is not a lat- radical left party, the party is a party of black and brown voters, who just like I said earlier, want people to get the fuck out the way, we ain't trying to fucking st- fight a revolution, we trying to get this shit, the, the first two revolutions we fought, we trying to get what from, from that what we fought for, okay, we ain't trying to go into no third one, because ain't no guarantee that shit gonna work either, and quite frankly, outside of Gen Z, because them motherfuckers is hard body, them motherfuckers out in the street right now, they hard body, y'all niggas ain't ready to fight no revolution anyway, um, and so, yeah, I think, I think that she's gonna be VP, some people say she should be AG, I can see that too, I can see her being Attorney General, because that is a very, um, hefty role, and that is where a rubber meets, meets the road, but, I think, because she has presidential ambitions, that she would want to be VP, because I don't know of too many people, I, I don't think that AG, the president, is the, is the usual route, like, I'm trying to think if there's any AGs, I mean, I guess Bobby Kennedy tried it, but he got killed, so we don't know if he would've won, but it, outside of him, and, and, and really, that was because of who he was, um, but I, I'm, I could be wrong about that, uh, maybe going back before my time, like the 40s and 50s, maybe there were some AGs that became president, but I don't generally think that's the route, I think presidents either come from VPs, because they were VPs, or they were senators, or they were governors, I think that's the vast majority of who becomes president, I don't know of too many AGs who become, that's, that's a very hefty, powerful role, but it's like, not typically what you do when you have your eyes on the White House, you, that's, you're using your senator, you know, your congressman, your governor, governors, mainly, I mean, a lot of our presidents have been governors, um, so I just, that's why I don't think, I don't think she'll be AG, 
um, I think she's aiming for VP, I think she's passing all these motions, she's raising money for Joe Biden, um, and I think she's doing that to raise her profile, and, you know, to be picked as VP, I, I, I told y'all before, I think Joe already knows that he's gonna pick her, um, I think there may have been some kind of arrangement or agreement made, because both, again, you know, hey kid, let's not split the black vote, you know the black vote is between me and you, and we gotta get this dude out of here, and you know, we know once we get down south, it, you know, Bernie and all them dudes gonna fall off, but it's gonna be me and you, and it ain't really no point in us splitting it, cause that's just gonna allow Trump to win, that's what I think, that's what I always think, always thought, um, and so, I think Kamala Harris is going to be picked as VP, I, of course he has to look like he's considering everybody, listen, this is what I'll say, you know, I see y'all snicking and snobbing and having a little smart shit to say about Joe Biden, but what I'll say about Joe Biden, and what I've always said about Joe Biden, is Joe Biden knows who the Democratic Party is more than you niggas, okay, because he's been in politics a long time, he has a lot of friends, he has a lot of connections, he is beloved, he is known by the black community, okay, and that's what you, that's what you Bernie and you liberals, white and black, what y'all don't understand, y'all be over there with all them slogans and all that rah-rah, cause y'all don't know how shit works, okay, our ma, our grandmothers and our parents and shit, now us been alive long enough, we know how these white people move, and we recognize them when we see them, we recognize the white bullshit when we see it, okay, and you can't wave your slogans around, and you can say all that nice shit, it ain't, we know, especially our grandparents and our, and our parents who've been dealing with these crackers for a long, 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 long time, they know the bullshit when they see it, they know, they know somebody coming around, uh, not authentically when they see it, and Joe Biden has been around for a long time, is he perfect? No, has he done stuff that's questionable? Uh, absolutely, so is every politician, ain't none of them perfect, but, you know, you gotta look past that, and you gotta be strategic, and y'all gotta stop getting caught up in this emotional bullshit, and it's like, who is gonna take us forward, who's gonna pass the things we need, um, and it's, it's gonna be Joe Biden, and, not for nothing, who can we get, you know, we know the Trump voters ain't going nowhere, but these other motherfuckers that was like, oh, well, let's give them a try, and now they're just so appalled, you know, who who can we get them to vote for, not sure in 2020 it's going to be a black lady, 2024 might be a different story, Kamala's very young, and and, and Biden already said he's only going to run or hold one term, so the person who, that's another reason why I think it's going to be Kamala, because the person who he picks at VP is, might have to step up as president next, so, he's not gonna pick somebody that's never held a national office, he's not gonna pick somebody that's, you know, people talk about Mayor Keisha Lance Bottoms, like, get the fuck out of here, ain't no fucking Mayor Keisha Lance Bottoms gonna be no goddamn, like, y'all sound stupid sometimes, I don't think it's gonna be Condoleezza Rice, cause it's not, um, you know, Val Demings, maybe, but I, again, I, I think Joe is smart, and I think, um, I think Kamala's very popular, Kamala had a lot of people behind her, she just getting, into, and, um, I think, and I think she's, um, somebody who people, kind of like in Obama way, or people are looking at, like, that's, that's gonna be the one right there, um, and so that's why I think it's gonna be her, um, and it'll be nice for her to come out on top after how y'all fronted on old girl for them fucking white people begging to sit in the colored section of the white campaigns instead of like getting behind the black woman who you know is the absolute shit I would just love to run a victory lap on that alone um and so the last point I wanted to say I probably should have said this earlier um so the demands this this there's been um there's an issue now because there's two different 
uh, I guess, trains of thought on what we need to do about the police. Some people want to reform. Some people want to defund. Now, when I heard defund, I was like, you niggas are crazy. I thought it meant, like, you know, that abolish police shit. You you know, we, we're going to defund. We're going to take the police away. I was like, you niggas are crazy. Ain't nobody policing themselves, and, and ain't nobody letting y'all police nothing, but I, I didn't do the reading. I, I, I mean, I was going to, I just didn't know at first. And then I have reform. People don't like reform, because they like, look, we've been reforming, 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 these motherfuckers don't reform, they got the police unions, blah, 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 all valid points that I agree with. But I think, I think you can reform, I think there's been reform in the past, and then there's reform now that could be a little different. Like, I think reform could be, A, um, we get rid of these police unions or find a way to disband these police unions, whatever the case. But as I've been doing the, as I've been doing the Googles and doing the education, um, stuff like that. So, so defund the police doesn't mean get rid of police. What it means is if you look at most city budgets, like almost all the city, but like, I think, I think the police budget for the New York city is like a billion dollars. It's a crazy, crazy number. They have way more money and it's all from 9-11, you know, because we lost our minds for 10 years and had to chase terrorists and everybody got it fucking, all these police departments act like military units, bunch of bullshit. So they all have all this money, and when you look at the other, like this education and homeless and, you know, all the other stuff in the, in the, in the city, their budgets are like minuscule, right? And people are like, that's retarded. Why do you have crime? Why do you have all this shit? Because people don't have jobs, because the education is bad, because blah, blah, blah. That's what causes crime. So if you take the money, if you take some of, not gonna get rid of police department, but y'all don't need all this fucking money, y'all don't need these military tanks and all this bullshit, if we put that money into making the better schools, and making better housing, whatever you know, whatever, liberal wet dream if we put it on the, into there, and and, and and do the shrink the police department, don't have so many officers, or don't, you know, don't necessarily need tanks or whatever the fuck um, it, it, that'll be better, and there's actual examples of it, Camden, New Jersey which is a city that I know, because it's directly across the street from, uh, across the bridge from Philadelphia, Philadelphia being all of my life, a pretty hard rough, rugged, raw, don't fuck around city, high crime rate city, all that shit, however, we were never as bad as Camden, New Jersey if you couldn't believe that, Camden, New Jersey been the worst city in America for a long all, through all the time I can remember like we did not go to Camden because like nigga you step, as soon as you drop off the bridge over there you might get shot, crack, drug, everything Camden, horrible, horrible Camden, New Jersey was like the murder capital for the longest, it was look it up, it was terrible I'm from Philadelphia and I'm telling you niggas from Philadelphia be like Camden <laughs> I ain't on over there <laughs> as bad as Philadelphia was well, in Camden, nigga, no, shit, fucking ain't going up to no fucking Camden, New Jersey, out your fucking mind, I'm staying right here in North Philly where it's safe, <laughs> I mean, so, so, but, apparently, they defunded their police department, and now, their crime, it's not Camden no more, it's actually a safe city with a decent place to live, I was reading up on it, I was like, damn, so basically what they did was, they defunded, they cut down, they disbanded what was the old police department, they got rid of the union and all that shit, they hired new officers back with different criteria, different um, ways of evaluation, they focused on community policing, which I have to read up on community policing, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna give you a disclaimer right now, I'm not sure if this is correct, and I don't really know enough about to have an opinion, but what I believe they mean when they say community policing is not that the community polices, but that um, so the way police work right now in most cities, a lot a lot of, um, what the problem that people have is they say, like I know in LA, for, for instance, I can I, it's a better example, most of the cops are white, 
they live out in the suburbs, they don't live out, they don't live in LA, they don't live in the neighborhoods in control, they live way out in the suburbs, the Simi Valley and, and Orange County, wherever the fuck they live at, you know, out in the suburbs, they don't live in the city, and so they come in, and it's kind of like an occupying force, they don't know the people, they don't respect the people, they repeat, they treat everybody like criminals, you know, and, and, and that's causing the problem, from what I, from what I think I understand of community policing is that's not it, like, the community policing means you can't do that, so if you're gonna, if you're gonna, um, patrol Compton or whatever Inglewood, wherever you're gonna be at, those officers are gonna be from that area you know, you have to, you have to live you know, you have to be from the station or wherever, wherever you're living at, wherever you're coming out of, you have to live in that area you have to, you only work that area in other words, so it's not one day, you know you live way out, one day you're doing Inglewood another day you're doing Watts, it's not like that like, it'd be the same officers from the same area, who also live in the area, and you get to know the people you get to know who's crime, who's not, that's that's how I understand community policing to be I have to, again, read up what I'm not sure but I think, I'm pretty, I think that's what it is, I don't think it's a thing I think it has to do with the way they patrol and where they patrol from I think right now the way it is, is like, you know, again these cops, they live out in these cop bastions they live out, you know, where all, like, all the other cops live, like here in New York City would be Staten Island, Staten Island is like the one in Long Island too like racist, full of cops, full of you know, they all live out there, and they all racist and they all, and they come into Harlem and these other places, and they racist as fuck and I think community policing means like, nah, we're not doing that more, if you're gonna be stationed in Harlem, you have to be near Harlem, you're only gonna do Harlem, you have to get to know these people and you know, you can't be treating them like they all animals, um but again, I haven't read, I have to check, but I believe that's what it is um, and so, I said, I, you know, I, I have to read up more on both, I'm not really sure what side I think, I, I think, I think defund makes a lot of sense, because the police department budgets are huge, but being the practical nigga that I am, it making sense, and it being the best way, is totally different from what can actually get done, and so, even if I do think it's the best way, once I read up on it, I don't really see that happening, I don't really, I don't really see the majority of the public going for that, I, I just don't, I see, unless, you know, unless it can be explained in a better way, I just don't, I think people are gonna hear defund, they're gonna hear, oh, we're not gonna have police, it's gonna sound too, it's gonna sound too pie in the sky, I don't see people going for it, so, I could be wrong, because, hey, they did it in Camden, right now I think the messaging is bad, I think these liberals do what liberals do, they throw these big words out, and again, like, um, you know, if, if what you're saying is not accessible to the average person, then it's not really useful, okay, and I know you guys like to sit back and snark and make little comments about how come people can't read and Google it, and you don't know what this means, blah, 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 I know y'all like to do that, but that really doesn't help, because nobody's gonna get on board with you like that, if you, you have to make it accessible to people, explain to people what you're saying, I don't see that happening, so maybe they may, it may happen, um, and then it could go that way, but right now, I think, I, people are jumping down Joe Biden's neck, because he says he doesn't want to defund, he wants to reform, but I think he's doing that, because I think he knows that that's, that can get passed, and that can work, and this defund shit is this crazy liberal shit, and ain't nobody really gonna go for that, so, um, 
that being said, I kind of think I tend to lean toward reform. And again, it don't have to be the reform of the old. It could just be a reform where like, okay, we're going to reform police departments where like one thing they did today in New York, I just, Governor Cuomo signed that they're no longer, a, this is a 50 year old law that was erased. You're no longer able to hide police officers um, disciplinary records, okay? That's a reform. That's something. Now now if, if you have like the dude that um, killed George Floyd, if you have 12 prior um, excessive force um, complaints, people are able to see that, so things, that's a reform, okay, we not, you know, let's take away, I don't know how police unions work, but they really need to hit the police union, because police unions are the problem, like, hey, like in Minneapolis, they said they, they stopped, um, they're gonna stop negotiating with the union, like, take the union power away, that's all ways to reform the police department, so, as of right now, sitting here today, I think I kind of lean reform, because I think that that can get done, and I think that's practical, and I don't think you have to work as hard to get people on board, defund, I just, I don't know, it sounds very academic, and again, it's not a good name, it sounds like we defending the police department, niggas just gonna be out here with their Batman suits on, fighting crime on their own, and I don't think, I don't think people gonna go for that so, um, you know, but hopefully by, maybe by next week I'll have read up and I'll, and I'll know a little bit more and then I can really tell y'all for sure, but just right now I think it's gonna go the reform way, I think it's gonna go the Kamala Harris way because it worked and she, you know, she can point to results and she can point to receipts and that's important, when you're trying to implement shit, and this is what y'all with the slogans and the symbol, symbolism don't get you can say all that shit and all that shit sounds good, but people wanna see, okay if we do this, what is the proof that it's gonna work, and it can't just be you and your fucking big words, you gotta be like, well, when we implemented in Oakland, Alameda County, whatever you know, crime went down XX percent blah blah blah, and that's what that's what Kamala Harris is gonna be able to say, and that's what she's gonna be able to show, and so you know, I think that that's what's, what it's gonna be um, yeah, so <sighs> I talked a lot, I didn't even give y'all the um, disclaimer this week that it wasn't gonna be an hour cause I wasn't sure, but I thought it probably wasn't gonna be long, and it did go long, so but one time I didn't say that um, that's about it for this week, uh, but I don't have anything else, uh, I kinda, uh, oh, do I have shows for y'all? 90 Day Fiance, um, the, uh, hey, one of y'all hit me up on Instagram and told, and told me to thank y'all, thank you for putting you on the show, you welcome, somebody put me onto it from day cells, I was, like, not gonna watch it, I was, I was, I was just not gonna watch it, and finally I was like, yo, they broke me down, they kept talking about it on Twitter, so I watched it, and I'm hooked, and you're welcome, they did the reunion show, um, this week, and now a new one has started, 90 Day Fiance the other way, this is even crazier, this is when American people leave America to go to these like, god-awful country, so I'm stuck on that, so 90 Day Fiance, if y'all not watching that, I've got on here before, and, and I've bigged up Queen of the South, and I'm trying to get people to watch it, it's such a good show, it's on Netflix, all four seasons, so if you, you know, never got a chance to watch it before, it's on Netflix, it is, it is amazing, it is one of the better shows on TV, it comes on TNT, I don't know why people not hip to it, but it's fucking amazing, um, I was hoping that we were gonna get season five, but I think it's delayed because of the um, coronavirus. Because it usually starts in June, it's a summer show, and it hasn't started, so I'm assuming it's gonna be delayed. I don't know because when you see at the end of season four, season four kind of ends on a cliffhanger, and when they ended it, they were like season five coming soon. So I thought maybe they had season five filmed already. Maybe you know, maybe they had planned on it and then they couldn't because of the shutdown. But anyway, you got four seasons. It's an excellent show. Um, what else? Um, 
Is there anything else? Uh, if for oh, for my ID um, detectives, uh, I think I mentioned this before. Southern Gothic is a new show that comes on. But the thing about ID, all the good shows come on in the summer. So um, a crime to remember and all that stuff should be back soon. So look out for that. Um, but Southern Gothic, I don't know what day it comes on. I always watch it on DVR. But um, that's good. Um, Killing Eve is over with. I think that's it. I, I feel like there's one show that I'm, I'm is on the tip of my tongue that I can't think of right now. But I told y'all about Miss America. But um, yeah, I I, I don't know. I'll, I'll if I think of it, I'll tell y'all next week. Anyway, thanks for listening to Kel's podcast. Thanks for asking, like me, rate me, tell your friends, hit me up on Twitter at KMGZ. Write the email. I'm telling you right now, I very rarely check it. Thanks for asking. Podcast.com is way better. Hit me on Twitter um, or on Instagram, Genghis Kells on Instagram. Um, yeah, so, you know, thank y'all for listening. God bless. Good night. <laughs>